0: Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you.
1: Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum. And today I'm joined by Miles DePaul, co founder and managing director at Patch FM. He's also a speaker at the upcoming Disrupt HR Toronto event. Miles, welcome to the show. It's great to be here. Firstly, as always, our listeners love to hear a bit about the person that we're speaking to. Give us a give us an overview of your career prior to founding Patch FM.
0: I guess going back, I, I studied business at McMaster University, and eventually did my my masters in public policy. And I kind of had the the vision of working for the UN or, or working uh, for large nonprofits around the world. So I spent a, a lot of time um, studying that space, working in that space, and I actually out of university I eventually uh, started a nonprofit called sustainability collab based in uh, Waterloo Ontario uh, and there I've I worked in fundraising partnerships really kind of got the bug to be building my own thing and working with friends and and working on cool projects that inspire me so since then I actually moved to Toronto and teamed up with my brother who's a background in entertainment content production he actually has a computer science degree as well so he brings those technical skills which you know I certainly don't bring so we've been a uh, A team now for about three years working in all sorts of different things from film and television, producing a lot of podcasts like yourself, and uh, most recently starting to build platforms and technology in the podcast space. And that's kind of what's brought me to where I am now, where we're building audio content platforms for large companies, for HR departments in particular, to help them engage their employees.
1: So full disclosure here, listeners, uh, when Tim Baker, one of the organizers of the Disrupt HR events sent me the list of speakers a couple of weeks back and i was going through that to select some awesome guests for the show uh as soon as i saw miles that you're you're deep in the world of podcasting i I thought yes i've got to chat to this guy this is going to be awesome i love this stuff so uh i'm I'm, uh, super happy that we got a chance to chat give us an overview then of of patch fm the work that you do there and and how it helps hr pros and, and leaders
0: yeah, so Patch FM is a enterprise podcast platform. And this is kind of born out of the work that we were doing with, with companies and just conversations I was having going out and speaking particularly to large companies who were starting to get really interested in podcasting, both as a marketing and branding tool, but increasingly as a uh, internal communications tool, an employee engagement tool. And what we recognize and what we were hearing from a lot of these these companies was that there really is no platform out there to ensure that you can securely distribute podcasts to ensure that this can only be heard by employees. As you know, the analytics around podcasts right now are completely (laughs) inadequate. And that's going to change a little bit for external podcasting. But there's no real way to know, did the marketing team listen to this podcast? Did did John in HR actually consume it? Does he have any questions? So these were a lot of the problems that we started to recognize were uh, prevalent in, in companies, typically you know ranging from about a thousand employees all the way up to we've worked with a few companies that are closer to 50,000. And we just want to both provide the solution on the, the technology and platform side. So give them a, a platform to, to host this content, to distribute it, but also uh kind of feeding from our content development side actually help produce some of this content and um, help tell the stories that they want to tell within their company or increasingly to uh, external stakeholders as well so i have a i have a wee glimpse
1: into um the different activities that go into producing a podcast and listeners you'd be surprised how how complex and uh, and detailed it is and uh okay. i'm guessing that you you uh you also have your fingers in many of these pies can you can you give our listeners a bit of an overview of what an average work week looks like for you who you're chatting to what sort of activities you're getting up
0: because the division of labor is pretty stark between my brother and i so he's um often just in a basement coding away and, and working on the product working in apple logic helping edit podcasts and i kind of have the most fun, I think personally, where I get to go out and uh, talk to clients or talk to prospective clients in particular so a lot of my my week is actually going out and um, just scouring a list of of companies that have maybe blogged about internal podcasts before or have mentioned it at events or I get introduced um and just sit down with them for for half an hour for an hour, talk about what we're building, show them the the prototype of what we are building and see how they would actually want to build this Uh, themselves and how this could apply to their to their business to help solve specific problems so it's talking to customers and it's really just also helping my brother chris around the product so taking what what i'm learning from what people want and helping with product design so the thing i thought i'd never do is i'm actually jumping into photoshop and i'm jumping into all sorts of different uh, design tools to help really craft what this thing will look like and uh, make it particularly user accessible and then also on the product the podcast production side some days i just spends the full day editing podcasts looking for some music to add to it kind of building the sound engineering side of it uh so yeah it's been a lot of fun just learning all these uh you know technical skills that frankly I didn't really have in my background but uh when you get exposed to really interesting projects that's a great way to learn
1: so a a lot of our listeners i I would imagine as they're listening to a podcast right now uh will be familiar with um podcasts which are shared openly to to the world through itunes google play and all the rest of it but one area that patch fm uh, specializes in is podcasts for internal communications within companies and this is an extremely intriguing idea can you can you tell us a little bit about that
0: for the most part, I get my news and my ideas, my inspiration from podcasts. I'm definitely one of the, the super users of that content, but increasingly more and more are, such as I, I listen on a daily basis to the New York Times Daily Podcast. Um, I believe there's about a million people every day that download that podcast as well. Uh, I no longer subscribe to the their newsletter. I'm no longer really on their website reading the news. It's, it's my way of understanding what's going on in American politics. Um, The same is true for uh, things like internal communications and industry related content. So uh, there's a podcast by Chuck Gose called Ecology that I listen to, which is a rundown of here's what you need to know this week when it comes to internal communications news. So it became just this really great way for me to to keep informed because it's content I can consume when I'm exercising or when I'm commuting into work or cooking dinner, those types of moments throughout the day. Um, as opposed to reading long employee memos. So once I kind of uh, validated that other people were thinking this way, what I the problem that they were facing was that you know you can host on services like Libsyn or, or Buzzsprout, um, and the whole point of those programs and those services are to release this as wide as feasible. Put it on iTunes. Put it on Google Play. Integrate it into Facebook for everybody to see. Um, which is great. And it's a great way for podcasts like New York Times Daily to get out to the world. But it doesn't really satisfy some of the concerns that an internal communications department, an employee engagement department would want, which is I want to make sure that this content only goes to uh, my employees or even only goes to a department within my company, for instance. Uh, There's no two-way engagement with that. So you're not actually able to figure out, you know, did John in marketing listen to it? And if he did, can I, did he enjoy it? Can we send him some questions afterwards? Would he have any feedback for us? Um, And then the analytics side, there's actually no way to know how long people listen to this content. Uh, So all those different problems kind of coalesced into what we're now building. And that's, that is the platform that we're calling Patch.
1: And what you are now building also pretty uniquely has uh, a podcast Slack app. Um, which 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 allows teams to listen, share, discover, and discuss favorite podcasts and internal audio. That, that's that's a hell of a USP. Tell, tell us a bit about how how that works, how that integrates with Teams.
0: Yeah, so that was a bit of a one of our you know so called minimum viable products, just to validate the problem, validate the interest in it. So we prior to even thinking about um, building Patch, we thought you know, it wouldn't be interesting to kind of redefine how. Um, podcasts are consumed how they're shared um, and then also within a a work setting recognizing that employees are especially in uh, maybe some younger tech companies are using slack as the main communications platform so what we got excited by was you know let's build a bot where you can uh, find any podcast in the world listen to it you can comment on it you can share um, after you listen, the bot will send you a message afterwards and you know, ask you for feedback or recommends similar podcasts. Uh, so that was kind of the larger external mark, uh, podcasting world that we were excited to build this Slack bot for. But really, it also serves as kind of the the first step in building uh, a Slack integration for Patch, which you know, in companies that do use Slack, and a lot of the companies that we're speaking with do, um, this is a way for for a company to put out their internal podcast, whether that's their weekly CEO update, for instance, share it on Slack. And beneath that, you can start to get the team to engage in that content. Uh, Those who listen to the podcast, you can send them maybe a one or two quick question survey to see, you know, did they learn what they needed to learn from this? Do they have any follow-up questions that they want to send to the CEO or or somebody else that's monitoring this post? Um, Yeah, so we just got excited about the fact that right now podcast is kind of built within a very antiquated medium. It's it's built within a RSS feed system that, um, you know, we still use Apple Podcasts app as the main interface for, for podcasts, which is, you know, hasn't really changed that much since we actually launched podcasts in 2004. Um, so there's a lot of changes that I think are about to happen and um, things like chatbot interactions, obviously smart speakers like Amazon Alexa is going to change that with voice thought interactions. Um, So we just kind of wanted to see what role we could carve out in that and how we can contribute to that that change in this industry.
1: Now let's move on to discussing the session that you're going to be presenting at the upcoming, as we record this right now, uh, uh, Disrupt HR Toronto. And you mentioned the New York Times earlier, and your your session is called What Internal Communications Can Learn from the New York Times. Can you you tell us a bit about why this topic matters to HR and to leaders? And what are some of the hoped for learning outcomes?
0: That talk was really the the culmination of All sorts of research I was doing, just uh, reading all sorts of reports on podcasting, on internal communications, and in particular, talking to uh, employee engagement specialists and internal communications leaders at large companies. You know, which many times does fall within the the HR department's domain, but you know, they'll be the first to tell you that internal communications is a, a problem that every department needs to be focused on. What got me excited was recognition that actually a lot of the people I was talking to at these companies. Um, they actually come from a journalism, a broadcasting and news media backgrounds. And as a result of that, or maybe even as a result of some more macro trends, a lot of internal communications changes and trends are actually informed by journalism and, and news media. So you, you have people that are, are looking at, within companies that are looking at what's happening outside. How are people consuming information? How are people sharing ideas? How are people consuming news? And it was for a while uh, newsletters and email newsletters. Um, eventually, they realized social media was a thing. So internal communications departments adopted things like Yammer and internal social networks. Then they realized instant messaging was starting to become a, a big trend. So Slack became particularly large, video became particularly large. And what I'm recognizing, as as well as millions of others, is news media is shifting over to audio. And not entirely, obviously, people are still consuming their news through the written word and video, but more so than uh, maybe since radio was as prominent as it was in maybe the 50s, uh, audio is becoming a place where where news and ideas are, are being conveyed. And it really hasn't made that that tip over into internal communications yet. But what I'm recognizing is from the companies we're working with is that that's about to happen. And I just kind of wanted to tell that that story about you know what companies and which HR departments and employee engagement specialists can be learning from companies like New York Times that put out a daily podcast or the Washington Post that integrates with Amazon Alexa to give you a rundown of the important things you need to know before going into work today. All those different trends when it comes to voice and audio are particularly exciting. And I I just wanted to uh, show what I've been learning over the last few months.
1: Well, the Gazette will be there uh, at the event. And I'm super excited to see the session. We are coming towards the end of this particular show, Miles. Before we wrap things up, just a last couple of questions for you. Firstly, what are your plans for the next 12 months? Are you involved in any other events as an organizer, speaker or attendee? And are there any programs or initiatives in the works?
0: Yeah, so the... The next few months is all about building and all about getting this in front of uh, as many people as possible. So, you know, we've been working on our our the beta product and working with a few customers on that to, as I mentioned, design this uh, really for the users that that will use it immediately. So, really focus on that. Really focus on finding the the people that are excited about this, and that's part of the reason uh, disrupt is is particularly exciting to me. To to start sharing these to share these stories and hear from people like you that are also passionate about this space and, and um, you know, see how we can help solve some problems. In terms of events, we I have uh, an application out to speak at an internal communications conference in, I believe it's Nashville. So, you know, it's 50%. I want to go to the conference, 50%. I want to go to Nashville. So fingers crossed that that might happen. But, um, but yeah, just kind of just trying to get the the word out there, what we're building and having fun doing it.
1: Nashville is definitely a place that I would love to go to. So just finally, how can our listeners learn more about you and more about
0: Patch FM? Yeah. So you can find find us at patchfm.com. On there you'll see some blogs that we've been writing, uh, as well as a white paper that that covers, generally speaking, this topic as well as, you know, opportunities to work with us. And personally, you can find me at Miles DePaul on whether it's LinkedIn or or Twitter. And yeah, this is where I like to kind of share some of these ideas.
1: Okay. Well, that just leaves me for today to say, Miles DePaul, thank you very much for being the guest on the HR Chat Show.
0: Thank you so much. This was fun.
1: And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette.